Okay, everybody. I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. And then you can get started. It's really fun. We just switched over recently here at All Too Real 2, and I'm enjoying it so far. So be sure to check it out and uh, let us know what you think. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, via the interwebs this time, is Matthew, um, computer guy, no, Matthew Computer has. So you are a computer. Yeah. Computer. So. Yeah. I've been friends with a computer all these years. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. So, do you wear tennis shoes? Yeah, occasionally. Okay. So, was the Disney film The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes based on you? Uh, for legal reasons, I'm not allowed to, to confirm or deny that, so... <clears throat> Well, yeah, Disney does have a lot of lawyers. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not of liberty to talk about that. There was a pretty pretty big settlement when it came to that, so I want to make sure I keep my money. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what that movie is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie made way before either one of us were born. But um, okay. <laughs> uh, Anyways, um, look it up, people. It's a good movie, actually. Um, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I haven't seen it in like thirty years. But um, uh, the <laughs> um, so today on the show we are doing our second part on cancel culture. Um, we did an episode primarily focusing on J.K. Rowling um, last time, and this time. 
we're going to focus on it a little bit more in general, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit mm-hmm. on Miss Rowling as well. But um, basically, uh, to start out, I'm going to like give a, a short definition of what cancel culture is. Um, this is from uh, the uh, Urban Dictionary. I know it's not like a real, you know, it's not Merriam-Webster, but it still works. Um, mm-hmm. Cancel culture is a social attitude that facilitates the unanimous agreement amongst multiple people that somebody is worthy of hate and slander due to controversial behaviors they have engaged in. Things like using a racial or homophobic slurs, saying the N-word, or even um, offensive videos or tweets by someone from several years in the past could lead to their cancellation. Um, Basically, the original goal, it says here, behind the movement was to make people who were in a position of power feel the consequences of their actions. Uh, They didn't want uh, their uh, social status to shield them from the repercussions of offensive behavior. Um, Basically, um, and sometimes it is used in nefarious ways to try to cancel somebody that doesn't deserve it as well. Yeah. Um, So... So basically, um, there are people, you know, that are trying to sometimes cancel people that don't deserve it. Um, But there's also, you know, legitimate reasons that people should be, quote unquote, canceled, Um, (laughs) even though I don't really I don't like that word for some reason. I don't like I I get I get the meaning behind it and why it's what they call this. Um, But I mean, most of the time, I think it's just. It's, it's not as fun to say something like um, people are being held accountable for the ramifications of what they have done. Right. Yeah. Plus, too, a lot of the, <clears throat> the, I think the people who coined the term cancel culture are the people who are the, quote, victims of cancel culture. So, of course, they're going to have like a, an axe to grind and describe it in the most ungraceful terms because they're the ones that are, you know, it's kind of like the people who, you know, coined the term social justice warrior. It's not the actual people who are called social justice warriors who call themselves that. It's the people who don't like them who call them that. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it becomes a <clears throat> negative term. Um, right. So, um, I mean, examples of, of people being um, quote-unquote canceled include... You know, um, include uh, people like like R. Kelly, for example. Mm. He, you know, it's it's like people want to like do things like boycott his music and things of that nature, um, because of the things that he has done, where he had uh, allegedly. I just want to 
say allegedly, so nobody tries to kill me. Um, <laughs> the um, or sue. Yeah, or sue me. Or, <laughs> or both. Who knows? Um, they, uh, he, he, he's uh, practiced uh, predatory behavior and supposedly pedophilia and, um, and you know, taking um taking uh women like hostage basically and stuff like that or not hostage but yeah. hold them well, what was where i was looking for like held them prisoner basically um yeah yeah and um basically almost started like a cult um yeah <coughs> so in something like that you know it might be a good thing not to allow that person to release more music. Just saying, that's an example. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, there's a uh, you know somebody like Ryan Adams, the singer. Um, he uh, had an alleged relationship with an underage uh, woman back in 2013, who was four. Um, or underage. Okay, I'm not going to say underage woman because I even hate that word. Um, a girl who was 14 years old, <laughs> a child, mm-hmm. a child. Um, <laughs> um, right. And uh, so then, you know, certain things happened to him where he wasn't able to, you know, release music and stuff like that, which was quote unquote cancel culture. Um, <laughs> there's a. Uh, Comedian Shane Gillis last year was uh, announced as one of the new cast members of Saturday Night Live. And then the same afternoon of the announcement, news broke <laughs> that, that Gillis had a history of making defamatory comments about Chinese Americans, LGBTQ people, and women during episodes of his podcast with fellow comedian mm. Matt, um, Matt McCusker. Um, called uh, Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Um, SNL decided to fire Gillis before the season even began, saying we are not aware of his... uh, We we were not aware of his prior remarks that have surfaced over the past few days. Uh, The language he used is offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. We're sorry that we did not see these clips earlier and that our vetting process was not up to our standard. Um... Some comedians defended him, saying that he, uh, you know, had a right to his free speech and everything, which he does. He can say whatever the hell he wants. <clears throat> so, yeah, some some comedians have come to the defense of Shane Gillis, um, the, saying that he could say whatever he wants. Like I was saying, you know, you can you can say whatever you want. And you have the freedom of speech to do it, but you do not have freedom from consequences. That's yeah. the that's the main thing people do not seem to understand when they have their arguments about freedom of speech because they're all like, "Oh, you know, whatever happened to the First Amendment?" The First Amendment still exists. It's just <clears throat> a private corporation or company like like SNL or something like that can fire somebody 
<laughs> even before they started working um because of the um actions that they have done you know it's like anybody can do that i mean you, you can even be censured like the president has been by twitter and <laughs> tiktok and other uh social media things because of lies you say or anything like that because the the difference is is <clears throat> facebook or twitter are private companies you know that are that are allowed to create their own rules you can't walk into a walmart for example shouting the n-word and expect not to be kicked out of the store <laughs> you know right and people act <clears throat> like act like oh you know somebody is is uh being treated badly because of stuff they said on twitter or wherever for example like roseanne saying the racist things that she said on her twitter got her, got her fired from the show that was named after her um yeah. the um main um reason for that is abc who produces the show has the right to do that because they don't want to be associated with someone who is racist and they can do that it has nothing to do with roseanne not having her first amendment rights and her freedom of speech sure she could say whatever the hell she wants i don't have to agree with it you don't have to agree with it um people can agree with it whatever they want to do that's what we have as society it's just you're not immune to consequences for the actions that you uh that you do <clears throat> right like i was saying last episode was you know, this this stuff has been going on even before the internet. It's just that with the internet, you know, you have a wider audience, you know, for the things you say. But like I was, like I said in the last episode, if like I had a job like at like a you know at a car lot or something like that, and you know my boss happened to catch me at, at a diner like you know saying verbally abusive things to a waitress, you know my boss is probably gonna fire me because I'm I'm not a, I, I just I make I'm a bad reputation for his business well nowadays you know it's much easier to quote catch someone than it was like say in the 1970s but this type of thing's been going on for a long time it's not a new thing it yes. just you kind of be more careful i guess nowadays and a lot of people choose not to do that so i mean the, di the difference is is people will complain and say like oh we can't you know we can't do the things we used to do in the 70s <laughs> Okay. Well, no, there, there, yeah, there's was... there, there's this thing called progress. There's this thing called <laughs> you know um, you know called uh, progress progressive uh, actions in the world and everything. I mean, in the '60s, you know, we had a civil rights movement because people couldn't do things. You know, we we we, we had a women's liberation movement because women couldn't do things. You know, it, it, just because things were different in the past doesn't mean that we have to continue to keep doing that because society is different now than it was then and if you can't keep up with the times 
as like say a comedian like like Shane Gillis or something like that and say oh I'm being I'm being censored because of uh you know that's not how Shane Gillis sounds but I'm just saying um <laughs> but then, <laughs> the, the, uh, I'm being censored or whatever or being upset about it um I mean, with all due respect to him, I think he actually took things in stride and accepted his fate. You know, he didn't lash out afterwards. I don't want to, you know, you know, totally slander Shane Gillis for one, you know, one reason. I mean, he's he said racist and homophobic shit, but still, I just don't want to, you know, stoop to his level. Um, But basically, people will we'll just say generic person, you know, says something on Twitter gets fired from a TV show or a movie or their music isn't, you know, their their music company, you know, cuts ties with them or whatever. It's the consequences of what you do. And people are like, well, you know, in the past, people, this didn't happen to people. Well, in the past, a lot of things didn't happen. That's what happens with society i mean in the past we didn't have the internet in the past we didn't have cars in the past we didn't have you know it's just things progress in the world and we've got to keep up with that like if you're a comedian for example who says oh you know i can't say i can't say uh edgy or offensive things yeah you can you can say whatever you want but you're gonna have consequences for what you say the 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 main thing is, is like people will say well George Carlin said this George Carlin said that George Carlin also said things that you know said said basically that you can say everything you want but when he was talking about he he talked about somebody at the a contemporary at the time Andrew Dice Clay he said basically when I make he was saying something I'm just paraphrasing here because I remember reading this quote a while ago that basically what Andrew Dice Clay does is push down on people below him. Sometimes. Like women and <clears throat> and uh, minorities and things of that nature. He pushes down on them, people that are below him in society. Whereas George Carlin pushed up at at, at uh at the government and other people like that, you know, it wasn't, it, there's a difference there when it comes to that type of <clears throat> humor. And he was basically saying that what, what Dice Clay was doing was bullying. Whereas it wasn't edgy, edgy humor, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. So basically, <clears throat> and I mean, th- those are some of my thoughts here right now off the top of my head on cancel culture. I don't know. What, what do you got going on in your head there, Matt? <clears throat> <laughs> well, I got a lot because it's, it's a pretty nuanced conversation, and I got a lot of different, <clears throat> just a lot of different interpretations and stuff. Like, like I was saying earlier, I think it, the term cancel culture it depends uh, how, how I feel about it depends on who's using the term and for what purpose. And I think that changes a lot of how I feel about it. So, for example, <clears throat> if J.K. Rowling is claiming that she's being canceled because people are criticizing the words that she says mm, that's not really i mean you've you've expressed some ideas into the marketplace of ideas and other people are responding to said marketplace of ideas so it's not there's no canceling going on it's 
functioning as it's supposed to function, i.e. as a marketplace of ideas. If she's trying to say that she wants to corner the market and not have a free market and have a sort of planned economy of ideas, well, then that's not really free speech. That's a sort of Soviet Union type of planned economy when it comes to ideas where she wants to say what she wants to say and other people get to agree with it. Mm, that's not really free speech. Sorry. Um, so, and also too, just if a lot of people disagree with you all at once, that does not also mean you're being canceled. It just means a lot of people happen to disagree with you. Um, it's you're, you're the one that decided to have a controversial opinion. Well, that's one of the consequences of having a controversial opinion is that you're going to have a lot of people who don't agree with you. So it's really, it's really no way of getting around that. So if, if she's saying something like that, I don't really call that cancel culture, but like, I do think, I do think it's interesting in the sense that, and I noticed this too, just in, in the political environment, like in like the more extreme uh, you go, like in, right wing and left wing is that it's almost kind of the opposite of like religion for example so like religion basically teaches like if you sinned in the past you you know you come to god or whatever or not necessarily god but it's like you come to like your spirituality you know like you're forgiven for what you did in the past whereas so there's like so there's not the concept of like eternal guilt like 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 you you did bad things and you want to rectify your behavior you want to do better you're forgiven for those actions and you still might you'll still have to try to to make you know make you know basically right the wrongs or whatever but it's not your your guilt not gonna be just attached to you for forever whereas it does seem like with people like on the very very far ends of the left wing and i'm not talking about liberals or I'm talking about like really really far hardcore left wing there does seem to be this attitude that like you are forever like guilty like there is there is no way to redeem yourself and I I do think that is very um harmful psychologically my my opinion yeah I mean the the thing is there's a difference between somebody like um like Okay, like like if if I were to say something offensive, me or a celebrity or whoever says something offensive on Twitter, <clears throat> maybe years ago or something like that, or okay, so so for like for example, James Gunn was mm-hmm. was quote unquote canceled because of things he said on Twitter, you know, eight, ten, twelve years ago or whatever, you know, um, and then actually lost his job at marvel because of it he got it back and then people are like well that's just, that isn't fair that he got his job back or whatever you know that are that are very cancel culture you know s- strong people the thing is is he apologized for what he said explained why he said it at the time and has grown and changed since then Mm-hmm. Whereas, for example, Kevin Hart had said, quote unquote, um, well, I'm paraphrasing, so maybe not quote, but he basically said that he would want to kill his son if he was gay. 
years ago on Twitter. Same same sort of thing, you know, saying something bad on Twitter years ago. That lost him his hosting gig of the Oscars a year or so ago. Um, the Oscars and people asked him to apologize, and he refused to. Mm-hmm. Whereas James Gunn apologized. There's a difference between those two scenarios. Neither yeah. one of them have lost or were, were quote-unquote canceled either because both of them still have successful careers. <clears throat> Even James Gunn, if he would have not apologized, before he fully apologized and, and explained everything, he was already hired by DC to direct the next Suicide Squad movie. Right. So it wasn't killing his career. There's a difference between somebody like Kevin Hart and James Gunn when they say something or somebody who said something years ago and maybe it comes up and they lose their job at Walmart or something. Right. Because that can destroy somebody's life, whereas I'm assuming James Gunn and Kevin Hart have good savings accounts and, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's why I think a lot of <clears throat> this stuff is, is really interesting. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the people, you know, who defend, like, billionaires when, like, they have, like, maybe $5 in their savings account. It's like it's like you're going to battle for people who already haven't made, like, they're living in castles, you're living in, like, a hut. Like, work on yeah. yourself. They, people don't need defending, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> or, or or the people who complain and say, well, the you know people on welfare are taking all my money. No, the big corporations mm. are taking all your fucking money and not paying taxes on shit. You know, <clears throat> the the Jeff Bezos right, yeah. the Jeff Be- Bezoses of the world <clears throat> are taking all your money and then not paying taxes. You know, right. And plus, too, with the but then again, I belong to Amazon different. Prime, so whatever. Um, okay. Right. Well, I do too. I, 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 well, I did. I did. Never mind. Yeah. I, I did, but for like two, three years. But, but also too, you know, there's another aspect of this cancel culture thing because it is a really nuanced conversation. But there is the other aspect that <clears throat> there's there's not a better business than decrying the so-called curtailment of free freedom of speech like like if you go on youtube all of these people on youtube are like free speech is dying free speech is dying and it's like there's hundreds of these guys saying this stuff okay how is it dying if you all got youtube channels and you're raking in hundreds of thousands of views on every single one of your videos that's a really weird way of dying like you know yeah i mean the people people i I love the people that go on Facebook and complain about how freedom of speech doesn't exist anymore as yeah. well. You know, it's the same sort of thing. You know, it's like you're on a platform right now where people can read what you're saying, aren't you? If freedom of speech was gone, you would, uh, you know, not be able to post that on Facebook or freedom of speech was gone. You couldn't say it in your living room, you know, <laughs> Or that's what it comes down to is it's it's whether or not you that's what freedom of speech really literally means it's like it's that the government can't you know censor you like you know, you can't get arrested you can't get thrown in jail that's what freedom of speech means it doesn't mean 
<clears throat> that you're poor. I mean, like, like one of like my friend, one of my friends, you know, when he was, <clears throat> he was, um, you know, going to be a truck driver for a while, and um, you know, he decided not to do it, but he was doing it for a little bit, and um, you know, the company that hired him was a, a Mormon-owned company, and one of their policies was that you could not drink alcohol at all, not not just when you're not on the job, even on your days off, you were not allowed to drink, and that they, uh, they they could at any moment test you for alcohol if they wanted to I mean doesn't mean that they would but that that was yeah. part of the contract that if they wanted to and you know technically you know they have the right to do that which is interesting because i don't really hear very much from the cancel culture crowd that talks about stuff like that as that being the problem basically saying that you know a company is literally controlling your life even outside of yeah you know your working hours they don't talk about that but they talk about it whenever someone says really like right wing or like offensive things and then people react to that then then suddenly it's it's the worst thing in the world so it's just very interesting of like where their priorities are because it doesn't yeah, seem and, like they care yeah and, and i mean <laughs> i mean i mean uh, literally that mormon company has the right to do that i mean that's their if it's within their policy of their company, I mean, it's not curtailing anybody's rights because that person still has the right to drink, but has consequences for it if they want to be employed at that place. Yeah. I mean, it's it, I'm not saying that that's always right, but it's just that's within the law. It's, yeah. you know, and, and, and uh, I mean, I don't agree with it necessarily, but I'm just saying that it's. If, if, if you sign up for that job and you know that, you have the right to say, well, you know, maybe I want to drink, so I probably shouldn't apply for this company. Yeah. That's that's the difference. I mean, it's not like they're going to be able to check all the time to make sure you didn't drink, but still, you know. No. Like, yeah. But uh, it's... I'm not going to do it no. all the time. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, there, there are within um, companies like... Uh, that I've worked for with the health insurance that the companies give you, you can get better deals on health insurance if you don't smoke. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's just basically within the laws of that company. It's not, you know, <clears throat> because they don't want to insure somebody that might, you know, die of lung cancer or something. It's, it's just, you know, within the rights of that company. Do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and um, then we'll come back here? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Hey, folks, this is uh, Michael E. Cullen II um, from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what, what do we do, Matt? We, we watch biopics, and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we, we, It was a we, lot more exciting than that, though. Yeah, so, 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 so we we analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah, they're, they're spelled differently, yeah. folks. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have a guest, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great, great, uh, great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and... Uh, 
a futile and stupid gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and uh, we're going to cover a lot more. So uh, please uh, subscribe on Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too, too real. Bye-bye. And we are back. Welcome. Look. My name is Mike. This is the cool <coughs> sounds of All Too Real 2. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying it. I know I am. How about you, Matthew? It's very soothing. It's like have like a nice little ocean wave sound in the background or something. Would it be nice? <coughs> Like a seashell, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> back to cancel culture. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <Cool> stuff. <laughs> one of the recent things that uh, has come to light, and recent, I mean, by like a like a month and a half ago, um, mm. it, Matt and I both watched the TV show The Flash, um, which you would know because we've done an episode on here about the crisis on infinite Earths. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, recently fired the actor Hartley Sawyer, who plays Ralph Dibney on there, um, for tweets in his past. Um, He has apologized for those tweets, but um, they they were basically, they were containing misogynistic and and racist references. the uh, the statement from the CW was that Hartley Sawyer will not be returning for season seven of The Flash. Um, um, Eric Wallace, uh, the uh, the showrunner of the show, said, um, in in regards to Mr. Sawyer's posts on social media, we do not tolerate derogatory remarks that target any race, ethnicity. Um, national origin, gender, or sexual orientation. Such remarks are antithetical to our values and our policies, which strive to evolve to promote a safe, inclusive, and productive environment for our workforce. Um, um, Lead actor on the show, Grant Gustin, had uh, come out and said... uh, said that he was shocked, saddened, and angry when he saw the tweets, and then he said, words matter. Um, The showrunner, Eric Wallace, who I just mentioned, had also said, uh, um, this morning, many of you learned that Hartley Sawyer will not be returning for season seven of The Flash. Concerning his social media tweets, they uh, broke my heart and made me mad as hell, and they're indicative of a larger problem in our country um which is true i mean there is a things like that um the and um last week or not last week but uh as this was written too uh um there was also other things like uh you know we've mentioned before about kevin hart and then shane Shane Gillis and Roseanne and other people that have been fired or um, censured for their uh, actions or whatever. Uh, um, 
Dick Wolf, uh, the producer of Law and Order SVU, had already fired uh, one of the writers for the new spinoff they were making for Chris, um, uh, Christopher Maloney's character. Um, this guy, uh, Craig Gore, for uh, um, he uh, he had posted a photo of himself on social media holding a weapon and threatening to light up looters if they came near his property. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, basically, words and actions matter. Um, with uh, with regards to uh, to Harley Sawyer, he did come out and apologize, which, like like I said, you know, the difference between James Gunn and uh, and Kevin Hart is that Kevin Hart did not apologize, whereas James Gunn did. In this in this situation, it it was it was kind of like hard for me to understand exactly why they he, he apologized and it was understandable. But the problem with it is is that I've read elsewhere that there were other issues on set with Hartley Sawyer, allegedly, <clears throat> allegedly, 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 allegedly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, and in my in my opinion, if if somebody like the the stars of the show all come out in support of this of this firing, it makes you think that there was probably something else going on on the set. I mean, mind you, I'm I'm yeah. pi- I'm pissed that he that Ralph Dibney's not going to be on the show anymore, at least not in that form. If they do decide to recast or not recast or just write the character off, whatever they do, I did like Hartley Sawyer as an actor. I do like. Hartley Sawyer as an actor. Um, I don't think it's going to completely destroy his career by any means, you know, either. The guy, you know, it might it might for a little bit, but he's apologized. Hopefully, uh-huh. for his sake, things get better. He realizes what he did was wrong, you know, and his life will go on. <clears throat> I mean, sure, it sucks that he's not on the show anymore. It sucks that he lost his job. But like I said, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my main issue with the whole thing, though, too, is I guess it's just now these TV shows need to do a lot more better vetting for their actors before they hire them. <clears throat> yeah. Before they hire them and then us fans get attached to these people. Because <clears throat> it, that, that's, that was something that they should have noticed or looked into before hiring Hartley, you know? <clears throat> I mean, it's not hard. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Cause I, I barely use Twitter, but I'm pretty sure there's, you know, like when you go online, you go find, like you just, I'm pretty sure if you went on someone's page and you just typed in like, find this, this word. And then it just will find like any of the tweets that feature that word. I mean, it's not, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's software that'll yeah. do that too. But I mean, the thing is, is he might, it, it might not come up too. If you don't use those certain words, you can still say something well, offensive true. without using certain words, but yeah, still, I mean, even if somebody's posting thousands of, uh, posts and I'm not saying that, I, I guess, you know, they need to start hiring people or having interns on their staff maybe comb social media before they hire somebody. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, yeah. if nothing else, if they want to have them comb the social media and they come across something and they want to uh, address it with the actor 
and the actor can delete the posts on like what Harley Sawyer didn't do. Right. That, that's that's the other thing. Is my 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 thing is is if it comes to light because the thing is you know once it's on the internet it's on the internet it's you know even if you delete it yeah because you can always find it somehow. Um, but the thing is is like my problem is is when these people. I know I know that you know I guess you're not always thinking about stuff you posted ten years ago or five years ago or two years ago or whatever, um, mm-hmm. but. If there's something in your past you're kind of you might be worried about, you might want to think about it. Or you know, if if you're getting into this industry of of acting or music or whatever sports, whatever, you might want to look at your past <laughs> actions and maybe you know delete that Facebook post, delete that you know TikTok video that is offensive, whatever the fuck it is, you know yeah. that Twitter think just you know do it. <laughs> To be honest, I mean, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't excuse the tweets, but to be honest, when I read a lot of those tweets, <clears throat> especially a lot of them seemed like they were like at like 2 or 3 in the morning. They sound like he was drunk when he wrote them, which doesn't excuse them. Oh, no. Be why he, we may have forgot that he even did it. Like like he was drunk when he went to bed and then, you know. Like, yeah, but like, my thing is, though, too, I would just, I would, you know, it, it's, it, you can police yourself, too, though. I mean, you could... I, I've I've posted things that I've regretted on Facebook and then deleted them. Nothing. Yeah, me no, too. No, no, nothing. It's never. You know, I I just want to clarify. It's not been anything racist or homophobic or whatever. It's been usually you know something like where I'll post a uh, a vague like a vague post or a vague book sort of you know post right. where it's like basically something where I'm. I'm going through some depression or something and I post something where it's basically like, you know, my life sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then I think about it later and I'm like, yeah, that's going to make people think I'm just a depressed person all the time. So I delete it later. Or, or if it's a news article that I find out is not really true. Yeah. That's I, a big I, one. I, 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 I delete that, you know, <clears throat> or, or a meme or a meme. Sometimes I have posted it. My issue is the people that keep those up. That's the problem. You know, People, right. You know, you, you tell somebody <clears throat> that something is wrong and they continue to, you know, let it sit on their page. <clears throat> yeah. Like, um, see, yeah. See, I'm kind of torn on the Hartley Sawyer thing. It is partially selfish because I love I love Flash so much, that show. And I love that his that character so much. Ralph Ralph Dibney slash elongated man. And um so it is. It is partially a, a, a sort of um, a, a, a not 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 a totally objective um, opinion. You know, there's emotions, you know, that are involved, and I I just wonder though at some time like if if there can ever be a a cutoff year like like how far like so if someone says something 25, 30 years ago like how far do we how far do we take it? Basically, is what I'm starting to wonder sometimes. Because, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just wonder sometimes about that kind of thing, where it's like, like, like with J.K. Rowling, for example, she's currently, yeah, doing stuff. It's not from 10, 12 years ago, and she changed her mind. These are her current beliefs, and she's, as of this moment right now, still 
typing those things out on Twitter. You know, yeah, I mean? or, so or, or like Roseanne when she was fired. Those were the things she said about Val- yeah. Val- Valerie Jarrett. Those she were... said currently at that time. You know, it was like right, and yeah. she's not showing any sense of changing yeah. her opinion. And if in fact it's actually digging digging in deeper um like you know roseanne especially she or, was doing that or the or the shane gillis snl situation where <laughs> they found these that, that, that's the other thing too they should have vetted him better too and they, they actually right. admitted to that you know in their statements and stuff um but like the stuff he had said on his podcast but then again you know i don't expect somebody to listen to every episode of a podcast Except right. for all of the listeners that are listening right now, you should listen to every episode. No, <laughs> yeah, anyways, everyone, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, but the uh, but his uh, the things in his podcast were just like months prior to him being hired. Okay, it wasn't like years ago, like he started the podcast ten years before that or something. I mean, I don't know when mm-hmm. the podcast started, but these these episodes of the podcast where he was making these insensitive comments about Asian people and other things were just mere months before he was hired at SNL. You know, it's just, so it's the same thing as with Roseanne where it was a current, a current thing or with JK Rowling. Um, and, and I, I understand, I mean, the things with, with, uh, Hartley Sawyer too. I mean, we don't, the, I think there's more to it. That's my main thing is the, the, it's, it's not come out completely, but this is just my speculation. Nothing that I've read or know or anybody that I know told me any of this. Um, it's it just seems like he may have been difficult on set too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So like this could have been like the quote unquote excuse, not really excuse, or, but just or, or, or the make... straw that broke the camel's back sort of thing. You know. You know. It's right. Just, yeah. It's... And to be clear, I read. Yeah. I read most of the tweets and a lot of them were really bizarre, weird stuff. Like, like not even like I've, I've dealt with people who are into quote edgy humor or whatever, but like I read one of them. I I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like something like, like him saying like one of my favorite hobbies as a teenager was like abducting homeless women and cutting off their breasts. Like that's not even, edgy humor that's just like really depraved like it's, know, it's, it's like, not even funny it's it's right. not, not funny at all it's it's uh, really yeah. sick it's it's yeah so like i can understand even like that being 10 years old of like someone reading that like you were like thinking of that stuff like 10 years ago that's kind of weird like why were you like why did that thought come into your mind like even any age, you know, like, or any year, not just, you know, yeah, this I mean, year or last year. I mean, if, if if you're writing a horror movie and that's the motive of your killer, that's different. But it's not not yeah, something you just even tweet. Though, it's, I mean, still, that that's just, you know, whatever, you know, or, I mean, I'm sure there's there's killers. Out, I know, actually, I know there's killers out there that have done that because um, I've right, listen, yeah, listened to a lot yeah. of true crime podcasts and couple of them i've listened to that's actually happened but okay. um yeah <laughs> but that just out of context completely on twitter makes no sense whatsoever you know if, 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 if he was writing a screenplay sure but keep that in your fucking screenplay don't put it on twitter right 
Yeah, don't, don't don't put your screenplay on Twitter, but then don't don't make don't let it be known that it's an actual screenplay and not just your own personal thoughts or whatever. And 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 you see, like uh, the, the thing is, like with with stand up comics, for example, too, a lot of them now are testing out material on Twitter, mm, whereas before okay. they would test it out in the in the club, and so sometimes things aren't completely fleshed out, so they're not going to be funny. He's not a stand-up either, so I'm not, you know, saying that. But like, you know, somebody like a, you know, like a, a random stand-up might just post something funny that comes to their head on Twitter or Facebook and get, you know, try to get the responses from it to see if it works, and then then they'll add it to their routine. Um, but that's kind of dangerous, in my opinion. Well, because because because, because, because yeah. you, you don't you don't have tone, right? Um. <clears throat> Because you don't know that they're joking, whereas like if if you're at a nightclub or a comedy club or even a big stadium or something, and and somebody is saying something, it's it's different. And I mean, with all, with all due respect too, I don't think what Kevin Hart said was right at all. But who knows? Maybe the tone that he would have said it in in concert would have been different than what he said on Twitter. It. Yeah, I'm not defending him, but I, I'm just saying that you know it's not good for somebody like him or anybody else to put something out on Twitter. Um, that that's the problem with the written word. We read into it what we want to. Mm-hmm. It's it's the written word is like art of any kind. Like if I look at a painting, I might see something different than what you see from it. The same thing with written words. You know, there there, there are. Certain things, you know, I mean, cert- certain things are just exact, you know, like if, you know, you say something like, I love pizza, that just means you love pizza. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything else. And I'm not trying to reference Pizzagate or anything here, too. Um, but um, the- <laughs> no, let's change that. Let- let's change that. I love Pop-Tarts. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah, like if you just say I love Pop-Tarts, that basically means you like Pop-Tarts. Yeah. But, you know, you can take something that is maybe edgy humor and uh it's it's different, you know, on the tone, but there's also the thing like I said with with uh, you know, this thing that George Carlin had said in the past about how, you know, you're pushing down on people is not really good humor. When you're, you know, when you're making fun of marginalized groups. Um, that's not really humor. You know, that's that's just bullying. Yeah. You know, I mean if that that that's the difference where people like for example, if if somebody in the media is critical of President Trump, he gets all butt hurt about it and says that he's being bullied and you know they're trying to cancel him or something like that <laughs> him or even 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 JK Rowling too the fact is but both of those people have a lot of power and money right it's you know and and what she's doing for example <clears throat> JK Rowling is is uh attacking a marginalized group of people with you know when she's when she's attacking trans women mm-hmm. it's she she has she's one of the richest authors ever probably the richest you know i mean her her books have sold more than you know like almost as much as the fucking bible you know 
it's just <clears throat> just right. Yeah, it, 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 it's not like with her. It's it's she's not being canceled. She's still making three more of the Fantastic Beast movies. There, those those movies. So that would be perfect right there. If they actually did cancel the Fantastic Beast uh, series after the first two movies, then she might have a leg to stand on. But even then, she doesn't because she still has more money than the Queen of England. But um, yeah. You know what I mean? But they're not. They're still going to make the three extra movies. And Warner Brothers, you know, they put out this really, really, really timid little response, basically talking about, like, the, the importance of diversity or whatever. But they made sure to not criticize her. So it's like, if she's such a victim right now, why... Why is the studio cowering in fear before her? You know, and and, and, even, and even if even if they decided not to, to work with her and decided to just you know cut ties and not make any more Fantastic Beast movies, it she still has the ability to write books, even if she just self publishes them because she can afford to, <clears throat> and she has enough right. of a fan base that and, people will buy them. Right, and with her, it's like <laughs> she's she's clearly seeking attention because she's still i mean I, I stopped following her i don't even pay attention to anything she's saying for well, the yeah. past month i hear anymore but she's clearly trying to you know just get get you know keep people paying attention to her and it's, you know one of the recent things she said was that allowing transgender children to transition is is like a new form of quote conversion therapy which is one of the yeah. most disgusting things that she could say because conversion therapy is literally where a child says that they're gay and the parents say no you're not gay we're going to send you to this camp where they're going to torture you into saying you're not gay and she's saying that parents who accept their transgender children is the same thing as doing that like it's wow basically, like, basically it, the exact opposite it um, is well, it's the exact opposite yeah. but and she, uh, you know, obviously got mental health issues right now, and she's and, and uh, I, reacting. And, and like I said, again, you know, she's playing the victim here. She's trying to say that she's being bullied by people. Right. The thing is, is like, I'm not saying that, you know, rich and powerful people can't be bullied, but they can deal with it. Um, better, yeah. be, I mean, better, yeah, better, yeah, exactly. better than some, 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 you know, Poor, you know, person who's transgender who now has to deal with the fact that their favorite author doesn't like them. Or hates them, really. Yeah, them more basically. Likely. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, because, I mean, it, it's it's not like this is some random author who, you know, wrote a couple books or something. She wrote probably the most successful children's book series in history. Yeah. And was very influential in a lot of these people's lives, especially, you know, trans and gay people and, and marginalized people, because a lot of them saw themselves in, in the characters in that book. I mm -hmm. mean, those books, um, it's just totally and an antithetical to, to like what she was trying to say with those books. At least that's what people were interpreting that she was trying to say with those books. But obviously I guess not. Um, I mean, well, she well, may, well, have, been she may have been at the time too, yeah. Yeah. But then again, you know, she she might have been. I mean, it's it, it's it's just so weird when somebody is very anti one minority but very pro others. 
it, it's yeah I, i've been <clears throat> i've been dealing with that with uh, a friend of mine one you know and yeah they 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 are very much agree with jk rowling and i'm just i was just sitting, sitting there flabbergasted like how like could you believe these things like i mean it's like these are people that are already like being marginalized by society and you're just like kicking down kicking them under on the ground like how can you do that it just i don't i don't under, i don't think i'll ever understand it to be honest no i mean and, and it's just like the whole thing is like people need to look at this in my opinion like they did like 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 that uh that famous poem or whatever it was where you know they they came for the they came for the Jews and I you know I because I wasn't Jew I didn't you know I'm, I'm paraphrasing whatever it is but you know you know the poem I'm yeah. talking about you know yeah where, I do yeah. Where, where they you know they came for so and so and they came for so and so and I did did nothing but then they came for me mm-hmm. it's like you can't I it's it's like you you either love humanity or you don't yeah and you need to support people of all groups of minorities and stuff like that. You know, I mean, you can't look at one group as being superior to another because we're all God's creatures. If you believe in God, we're all humans. If you don't believe in God, we're all part of the same earth for, you know, whether you think the earth is round or flat, we're still in the same earth. And um, (laughs) I just want to, you know, emphasize that whatever you know if there's some flat earthers out there listening to our podcast more power to you <laughs> i mean i think you're yeah. wrong but whatever um <laughs> i'm not trying to <laughs> not trying to belittle you and i'm not going to marginalize you whatever um <laughs> it's just it's just so i don't know frustrating you want to take a break here matt i need a i think i need a breather here you're good yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back, folks. Hi, folks. This is Michael E. Cullen II from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted? Yes. Damn it. Okay, anyways, um, folks, uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do, you're really going to like the Super Story podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it. Uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, just depends on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter, then you should definitely check this out. Or I might get sad. And when I get sad, it gets pretty sad. So I can't deal with him when he's sad. Yeah, no one can really. So um, yeah. So, so check out uh, Super Story Podcast right here, where you get this podcast, Super Story Podcast. And we are back. How are you, Matthew? I'm doing good. That is good. And you're listening to the smooth sounds of All Too Real Two, where today we are talking about cancel culture. <laughs> very soothing (laughs) a soothing topic that'll just help you sleep well at night and uh live well wait no okay anyways so um you know there's a lot we could say about this and we may you know revisit this uh in the future um it's just yeah it's deep it's a, it's a, it's, it's, I had, I have so much to say, and there's so many more examples of cancel culture, both good and bad. Um, 
but the main the main mm-hmm. thing I, I the main takeaway I hear I, I have here is like basically if you know I don't really believe in cancel culture. I think it's mm-hmm. basically consequence culture. If yeah. you you know because th- there's a difference between somebody like like a marginalized group being bullied, like we were talking about with J.K. Rowling and other people. That that is that is just bigotry. Um, whereas cancel culture, when people try to play the victim for something that they did, I just don't get it. You know, it's like there's there's a lot of people out there who will say things and then be like, well, what about my First Amendment rights? And, you know, and, uh, I'm allowed to say whatever I want. Yeah, you're allowed to say whatever you want. But like I've said time and time again on this podcast here, there's there's consequences for your actions. Just like just like I mean, just like anything else you do in life, you know, you you know, you stab somebody, you're going to go to jail. You say something bad. People might not like it. <laughs> and and I mean and, and then there's people that are trying to call everything cancel culture like oh the Washington Redskins are changing their name that's cancel culture <laughs> right no that's called it's like that's called progression <laughs> and the thing is they've been petitioning them for decades now that it's not like it's been some new thing that like they've been <laughs> constantly for 10 20 years trying to get them to change the name it's not mm-hmm. all of a sudden you know and it's like it's like why are people so upset about Aunt Jemima? <laughs> my my soup lady's gone. <laughs> it's like it's like I don't know why uh, um, I won't I won't be able to have this fake syrup on my pancakes anymore because you know it doesn't have a black lady on it anymore. This is butter. Where I sorry I got the yeah I got I got it wrong yeah Mrs. Butter yes they got Miss yeah. And plus, she ain't really black. She's clear. I mean, it, that's, Mrs. That's Butterworth just... is, yeah. But Aunt your Mama, she's that black lady on the on the pancake box and the <laughs> in the in the stuff. You know, she, she's a nice old black lady. And no, she's a racial stereotype. The aunt, <laughs> the, the, the the term aunt and uncle, like on Uncle Ben, is aunt and uncle is what they would call former slaves and current slaves, so they didn't have to call them right. Mr. and Mrs. Or Mister and Miss, right. um, because they refused to call them that because they thought of them as lower class people or not even people sometimes. Right. It's, and also too, yeah. a little bit of self deception by calling them aunt uncle. They could tell themselves that oh well, I'm a nice person. I I, I call them aunt uncle. Therefore, I'm not a racist. So it's a little bit of both, you know. And I mean, it's 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 the thing. Like I I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but like a lot of uh, African American people I know, when they refer to someone older than them, they will call them Mister or Mrs. Like it, it'll be like you know Mister Matt, you know Mister Matthew, Mister Mister Mike, okay, you know or you know I I've noticed that a lot, and I think that that has a lot to do with the fact that they're trying to emphasize the fact that they don't want to be called aunt and uncle. Right, right, right. You know. <clears throat> it's I mean if anybody has any information about that I don't know for sure but I've just noticed that a lot and um I've never thought about it until this whole Aunt Jemima thing came to light and I read sure. read more about it and it's just weird that that was what made me think of it um what well, is interesting I mean because you got the only two black you know I mean 
mascots the only word I could think of for those those products. Mm-hmm. You know, uncle and aunt, but you don't like, for example, Mr. Clean's called Mr. Clean, not Uncle Clean. Yeah, that's you know, true. So. <laughs> and, and and he's a he's he's a I don't know. I guess he could be offensive to like pirates. I don't know. Or guys. <laughs> yeah. Bald guys that wear earrings. I don't know what. Bald, um, bald white guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, guys that look like Yul Brenner. I don't know what the. But um, the. Uh, um, it, it's different. I mean, and if people don't seem to understand it. It's just like and, and the people that are getting so, you know, they're like, oh, well, well, Aunt Jemima was a real woman. No, she wasn't. She wasn't real. She was a caricature from a, minst- <clears throat> a, a minstrel show. So was, so was Uncle Ben, and so so was like you know it's it's like the the whole like the whole thing too is like people are upset. Well, well, they're changing my Splash Mountain to that to that that black princess lady. <laughs> Change my Splash, yeah. Splash Mountain uh, comes from. Uh, the Super Colin Brothers has a great video about that. Like, yeah, so like, I've, I've, I've seen it. <laughs> he would get made because yeah. it, it's like it has almost nothing to do with the actual movie itself that it came well, from. <laughs> like, well, actually, I know why it was made. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I think it was stupid that they chose. There was other movies they could have chosen at the time. Okay, so there was this. Uh, this is a little, you know, aside here, folks. Just some information that you might, you know, if, if you like Disney at all. Okay, so there was this uh, ride at Disneyland called America Sings. It's not like it was like more like a show or whatever with animatronic animals um, going through the uh, history of the United States. And these characters were designed in the similar style or by the same artist who designed the characters from Song of the South. Mm. And, um, you know, there's no connection whatsoever to it. So that ride was closing to be replaced by something. And they had all these extra animatronics, and they needed something to do with them. And at the same time, Tony Baxter, who designed Splash Mountain, had the idea to create a log flume ride. And they basically tasked him with the task of using those animatronics in the ride. So the closest thing he could do was add some characters from Song of the South in there for it to make sense. And, I mean, I'm not... I think there's other things they could have done. I'm not trying to blame Tony Baxter. He's a genius. Um, Look him up. He designed, like, half of the greatest things at Disney World ever. Anyways, um, he... uh, At Disney World and Disneyland and all the parks. He... um, tasked with it and, and they they needed to create this thing so they used the characters from the animated portions of song of the south a movie that even at the time hadn't really been released and has never been released on video in the united states because of its the bigotry associated with the uncle remus stories that it has um but basically he, he just had to use those things and at the same time when the move when the when that was coming out the movie splash was coming out so michael eisner who was the head of disney at the time said that they should use the word splash in it somewhere so it subconsciously was associated with the movie splash 
if Tony Baxter would have had his way, the ride would have been more about mermaids and stuff like that than what it was. But he was forced to reuse these animatronics from America Sings. So that is why they created that. My issue with it is, okay, I understand creating that ride at Disneyland because you had to reuse those animatronics at Disneyland. There was no fucking America Sings at Disney World, and they just recreated the fucking ride there. So they had to make all new animatronics for Disney World that were based on the animatronics in the Splash Mountain at the other park. So my issue with it is, is why didn't you just make another log flume ride based upon some other Disney property that you have? But anyways... I digress. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> this comes back to they're changing my splash mountain. Yeah. In my and pe- pe- people are like uh, the thing is is this is something they've been planning for years to retheme it to something. They've been trying to figure out what it is. But of course, people are saying oh they're 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 changing it because of the the Black Lives Matter George Floyd protests <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> they designed this over a year ago. <laughs> But people are just trying to not emphasize the fact that they're racist and they're upset that Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog is going to be the main character in this new ride. Right. And <clears throat> and I mean, the people that are upset about it be, about her being in the, in this ride for other reasons, I completely agree with because people says that she should have just had her own ride that was designed specifically for her and not a retheme yeah. of this. But. Still, this is progress. It might be a little bit of progress, and people people get upset. They're like they're like, oh, on the other end too, they'll get upset about things where it's like, oh, changing Aunt Jemima or Splash Mountain or the Redskins or whatever isn't going to change the the systemic racism in this country. Of course not. But should we just let those things sit there and be racist? Right. People are like, oh, they're, just, they're 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 just placating the social justice warriors. Well. Yes, they are. If 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 we feel like, oh, we've made victories because the Washington Redskins changed their name or Splash Mountain is now going to be, be be themed to Princess and the Frog. No. <laughs> if you just stop there and be like, OK, we're, we're done. We got to we got yeah, to ride at Disneyland change. So we're done. No. <laughs> yeah, our demands are, have been met. <laughs> no, <clears throat> you know. Th- things things like uh you know changing the the laws in this country voting for the right people you know making sure that people of color have a better chance to vote making sure that uh uh-huh. you know gay and trans people have rights in this country you know things of that nature are what we've have to do those are going to be more you know are going to be better for society overall but still while you're living in a country where there are Confederate statues around or, you know, or, or racial stereotypes on pancake syrup, <laughs> yeah. it probably doesn't make people feel good to see uh-huh. a society where it's okay for racism just to exist Yeah, on, on their products or statues or <laughs> theme park rides, <clears throat> you know? <clears throat> It's it's pretty yeah it, it's really like that and it's not just the United States too like in China you know they they still have restaurants where it's like it's like a blatant 
caricature of like a minstrel show as like the the mascot like the or actual, something. Yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah, like the bill on like on the building. And yeah, they would have like um, toothpaste that like has like the N word as like the actual label of the toothpaste, and just like. And it really wasn't that long ago in this country that we had the same things. Right. Yeah. And 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 it's it, really pe- people, it, it's it's funny that like okay. People understand that we got rid of all of these restaurants and these labels and stuff in the past, and that was okay. But because somehow Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben slipped through and still were around, maybe they weren't as offensive as some of the previous ones, it doesn't mean it's okay for them to still exist. Right. That's what it comes down to is like – another thing too I was going to say earlier – um, before I forget is that like I really <clears throat> hope that you know white people and you know since I'm a white person I'm allowed to talk about other white people no but um, <laughs> it's this idea that just because a black person agrees with you on something doesn't mean that you should like tout that person out to be like almost like a, a mascot or an extension of yourself and hide behind that person. Like, Oh, well I, a black person said it. So I'm, I'm in the clear because it's like, the thing is, it's kind of like the whole aspect of like, I'm allowed to talk shit about my family. Not that I do, but you know I mean? You're allowed to talk shit about your family, but I'm not allowed to talk about shit about your family. You're not allowed to talk about shit about my family type of thing. So it's like, exactly. There are internal arguments going on within the black communities and that's not for us to get involved in like, oh, I want to take this guy's side. That's not our argument. That's for them it's, to flesh out. You know, it, it, and, it's, it's also a sad thing that like in this country, when a minority does something or says something good or bad, it's supposed to represent all of that minority group. Yeah. But if I do something, it doesn't represent all of white people. You know, like if 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 there's a, you know, like like Candace Owens does not represent all of black people. There are different points of view when it comes to black people on that right. end or like the people that are saying, well, what about all the black on black crime? Yeah. Why is it that when a white person kills a white person, it's not called white on white crime? Right. It's. <clears throat> Or, or like, you know, when 9-11 happened, all Muslims were supposed to apologize for the actions of, of, of 9-11. Right. And it was never enough. It was, no. I mean, you, you could keep apologizing forever and ever and ever. And... But, but why should you – why should one Muslim have to apologize for the actions of another? I don't have right. – I mean I – mean, Jeffrey Dahmer killed and ate people, and he was a white man. Do I have to apologize for him? Right. I didn't kill and eat people. <laughs> Charles Manson was a cult leader, and yeah, <clears throat> Timothy McVeigh, you know, blew up a building. Does that represent all of Christians? No. You know, it's just it doesn't. You know. Technically, Adolf Hitler was a Christian. Does he represent all of Christianity? No. Right. You know. Well, they'll 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 say, well, he was, he was more of a blah blah blah. But no, he he still mm-hmm. 
use the church to help bolster his, you know, power base and stuff. And, and that, that, that's the funny thing is it seems like a lot of times with white people and Christians specifically, and I'm not trying to downplay Christians, that whenever somebody that's does something bad that is part of their society, no, they don't represent all of us. Right. But if a minority does something, oh, look at all those so-and-so people, they're doing that, you know, it's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. <clears throat> and that's that's kind of going circling back to that. That's kind of what reminds me of like all the transphobia stuff is that <clears throat> there does seem to be this idea that like you know because there may have been one <clears throat> transgender person again. You gotta understand that you know <clears throat> mental illness um, isn't always um, genetic. Sometimes it's um, environmental. So if you're part of a group that has so much stress being put upon it, that can itself manifest into like mental health issues. So that right there is already an indication that there's a problem going on. Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, some, you might get like one or two transgender people who have got mental health problems and, you know, they'll say like weird radical shit. And then you, you get these people like J.K. Rowling and other people, you know, that will jump on that and then be like, oh, well, this because I remember one person I, and, and to tell you the truth. I don't even know. I, I don't even know if, whether to believe this is even really a transgender person themselves that even said this or was just someone pretending to be transgender and then saying something crazy yeah. and then go, oh, look what these people are saying, because, again, I dealt with that after 9-11 with all the anti-Muslim stuff. So that's not a new tactic to me. I've seen it for 17 years or 18 yeah. years where, you know, someone will pretend to be a Muslim and say something really, really messed up and then go, Oh my God, look what these people are saying. But so anyway, that's, I digress. That's a whole other argument, but like, so, you know, the, the person that said was, Oh, well, you know, <clears throat> they were feeling frustrated that, you know, um, a lot of people don't want to date transgender people so that the dating pool, uh, sorry, a lot of non-transgender people don't want to date transgender people. <clears throat> so the dating pool then becomes basically, you can only date other transgender people then, even if you, if you want to expand. And some people are fine with only dating their own from yeah. their own group. That's fine too. But some people want to have the option at least to not have to do that if, if they want to do something else, you know? So, um, and then it became like this whole thing. Transgender people are saying that people should be forced to date transgender people. It's like, no, you're a complete fucking moron. No one is saying that. Like, and if like you might find a one person who did say that, and that person is probably dealing with rejection or something. And so what? You're just gonna kick them while they're down. I mean, yeah, you know, well, and, like, and, and then people will use something that one person says just to further their own cause, too. Um, yeah. I mean, wh whether in, in to represent the whole cause of the thing or, or the whole group of people it's it, it's like I, I keep seeing these posts on facebook that say say uh facebook doesn't want you to say that jesus christ is the son of god <laughs> right like okay <laughs> who on facebook said this to you who yeah who, who said that i doubt anyone said this <laughs> did mark zuckerberg tell you that you can't post that on facebook no nobody told you this <laughs> You know no, what? but Facebook apparently allows you to to make death threats against Muslims and, yeah. and commit 
advocate genocide against them, that's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but but but, <laughs> but you're trying to you, you cr- it's it's basically you're creating your own thing and like I, I've seen things too. It's like people will be like, well, you know, um, the social justice warriors want to cancel this. You know, talking back, bringing it back to cancel culture, want to cancel mm-hmm. this TV show. Um, no, they don't. Maybe one guy said that he didn't like the show. So you can use that as your argument to then say that, well, you know, all of them want to cancel. No, just most people probably don't even give a shit about the TV show. You know what I mean? It's like nobody cares that, you know, NCIS is on TV or whatever. You know, you're trying to you're trying to make a cause for something that doesn't exist. Yeah. It, and that that's that's the problem I, I have with a lot of people. They they create that what they do is they they. It's like, for example, on this video I watched the other day about cancel culture, they were bringing up um, the fact that at this uh, roast for Alec Baldwin, Adam Carolla got up and he says, he says, he says, I just want to, you know, make sure that, you know, after this is over, you know, I just want people to know that these social justice warriors are going to come out and say all this shit about how how we're we're saying all these bad things about people and stuff like that. It's like, no, because most people with a fucking common sense know what a fucking roast is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know they, they 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 know that when you roast somebody you're gonna say offensive things you're gonna do things that are pretty offensive in a roast because if you don't then you're the idiot and in the minority of the fact that you've never seen a fucking roast you know yeah a roast is where they're gonna make fun of alec baldwin or whoever else is on the diet the day has set that thing you know what i mean it's just come on <laughs> you know if if you get humor, you know that. And basically, what what uh what Adam Carolla was doing there was creating an issue that didn't exist. Yeah, just to fighting, just the, just, just to try to be edgy and funny, and you're not. You're you're basically just trying to create an enemy <clears throat> who doesn't exist. Yes, yeah, straw man argument. Well, yeah, yeah, basically, and <clears throat> and that's what makes them feel like heroes. Is really what it comes down to is that they want to be. They want to be these martyrs and they want to be these heroes against, you know, these evil villains. And it's just like, you guys, you, you have a very warped sense of like importance of like, like what you think of yourselves. You think you're, you're, you think you're more important than you really are. Basically like no one, like you're not, you're not the person that's standing in the way of like the horde, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like it's just, I don't know. The, the whole thing is just sad. And it, we just need to realize that people are more alike than they are different in certain ways. And evil mm-hmm. people are trying to use people to pit against each other. Like, you know, the yeah. trying to tear us apart and make us see that, you know, point out our – when, when you're, you're pushing down on people that are minorities and try to blame them for all the issues in this country or in the world yeah. or things of that nature, it's just you got to – sit back realize we all bleed red and if we don't we're an alien and then you know fuck those aliens i'm joking no wait wait no no <laughs> don't don't take that out of context people um yeah. no i was just you know i'm just saying that you know and and i love aliens you know yeah i like mr spock is awesome and um <laughs> 
Dr. Spock. <laughs> Sorry. That's what my, I was wearing a Star Trek t-shirt the other day, and my, dad's, my dad called me Dr. Spock, and I was like, actually, on the Starship Enterprise, McCoy was the doctor, and Spock was the... <laughs> the thing is, a lot of people still to this day, well, it, it's like a, it's like a never-ending thing with the whole Spock thing, like, it's like no, Doctor Spock was a was, was what a, child was, psychologist. Yeah, he was like a, he was like, like a baby doctor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote a bunch of books and stuff in the seventies or whatever. And so, yeah, and so that's why. It, it, yeah. To this day, though, people will still I'm like like okay, you you were forgiven for the first couple of years, but we're going on like what fifty years now? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny, too. I even explained this to my dad before, and he still did it again. <laughs> Maybe he just he knows and he's just doing it on purpose we, or something. We went and watched we went and watched the Wrath of Khan together and listened to William Shatner talk <laughs> after it. I mean, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> that's a good movie. Yeah, it's probably, probably the best Star Trek film out there. Anyways, mm-hmm. that or uh, First Contact. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> so. I don't know anything else you need to you want to say here, Matt. Before we go, this is running kind of long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting kind of long. But just uh, some final thoughts. I would say is just that, like, I, I do think it's a nuanced conversation. I do think that <clears throat> there are times where perhaps, like, you know, I mean, like, I'm not really a big religious person, but like, I do think that like one of the things religion does get right is the idea of redemption, and that it's possible to be redeemed and i do think that sometimes in like this new culture where like because basically what happens is when justice is not served for so long there there is a tendency to like well we gotta make up for lost time so we're gonna go scorched earth and i understand that reaction but at the same time i do think that like if we are gonna have this idea that people are literally like eternally irredeemable I don't think that's a healthy belief, in my opinion. And um, no. so, like, I do think that, like, like even if you are going to, quote, cancel someone, you should at least in your mind leave that person open to be able to redeem themselves and not just basically say, like, this person is forever dead to me. Nothing they can do or say will ever um be good enough i i don't i personally don't think that's a healthy yeah, i mean we, uh, we all make mistakes in life it's just owning up to those mistakes that is the right. difference you know if, if if you're gonna you know stand firm on whatever you said that's different you know if you're a you know just <clears throat> died in the wool racist or whatever then yeah that's that's what you are but it's you know <clears throat> you got to realize you have consequences for that. But if you're somebody, I mean, there, there are a lot of people that were at one time racist in their lives and aren't anymore, or people that, you know, thought differently about trans people or whatever, you know, you, you can change who you are and we got to give people the chance to change, but you also have to hold people accountable for what they did and make them don't, don't, don't uh, accept a, uh, an apology, especially one of these backhanded apologies that is like, I'm sorry if this offended you. Yeah, I'm sorry you felt this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean then that that person doesn't have the right any wrongs either, depending on what they did, how how severe of what they. So, for example, J.K. Rowling, you know, right now is causing a lot of harm uh, to trans people in the world. She might not think she is, but she, objectively speaking, she is. I mean, just a few weeks ago, a Republican senator 
quoted her in his argument to basically roll back rights for not just trans people but for gay people too which is one of one of her arguments for hating trans people is that she's trying to protect gay people well an anti-gay person is using her now to go against gay people so yeah even her attempt they're backfiring against her, her so-called intentions i mean and, and, and in a lot of those laws you know that just civil rights laws in general are intertwined for all minorities not just the ones that you're trying to push forward so you got to realize <laughs> that you know if you're one of these idiots who hates one minority and not another you're it's it's all or nothing sort of thing you know yeah exactly it's it's because it's it's kind of like you know i know it's kind of a weird example but like <clears throat> like um <clears throat> like the situation like baha'is in iran like so like for a while i didn't really did not really like it when <clears throat> the baha'i institutions would like say we're not going to be political but only when when it comes to baha'is in iran will we will we ever say anything political but like <clears throat> someone, someone said something to me once that made sense to me. He says, well, you know, again, this person was being diplomatic, and they're like, like, yeah, I can see where you're coming from, so they kind of took me off the defensive, you know, like, and says, but but try to look at it like this way, like, Baha'is are like the lowest of the low in Iran, so it's like, if you could secure Baha'i rights, then everyone else is going to be better off because of that. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. And it made sense to me in a way it does. I mean, it, you know, so like it's, it, it's, it, it is kind of like, well, it's like the whole, whole black lives matter thing where people respond with all lives matter where they don't right. understand that all lives don't matter until black lives matter. And it's not trying to say that black lives matter more or whatever. It's that black lives just matter. <laughs> what, what was it? Um, Yeah, there was a dude, uh, the guy from, who was the guest on behind the bastards when they did the behind the police. And he was saying something like that. Uh, Propag propaganda was his name or I think so. Yeah. Uh, he was saying like, that's like the lowest bar there is like, like literally like black lives just matter. Like we're not even talking about rights. Yeah. There, there's civil like, rights. We're just <laughs> look up, uh, look up uh, Michael Che's uh, Netflix special uh, called uh, Michael Che matters. And mm -hmm. um, okay. it's he he has a whole thing about it. And it's just basically my my favorite part of it is at the end of his little part about uh, about the about the all lives matter, because at one point he just says he, he does say the whole thing. And that might be where prop got it. He uh, he just basically says he says, we're not looking for anything extra. We're just looking to matter. Right. And um, and and then um, he says pe people don't try to be try to be racist they, they they hit you with that slick shit where they say all lives matter um they're not coming right out and being racist but you know the thing is it's like he says around uh 9 next year he's gonna walk around with a shirt that say all buildings matter right yes yeah that works out for him yeah um because they're all countries yeah. matter fourth of july you know why why are you paying attention about america all and, countries matter yeah because he, he right <laughs> before that he also says something i mean I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he says and just look up this look up the special it's it's a great special overall um but he, but he says something you know it's like it's basically that you know there's uh you know it's like oh slavery that was like you know hundreds of years ago you know get over it Civil rights, that was decades ago. Get over it. Police shooting, that was a couple weeks ago. Get over it. Right. But 
never forget. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like what <clears throat> this country is. Just and people are saying that now about coronavirus. You know, so like what I think it was like three thousand people <clears throat> were killed on nine eleven. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that was really bad, but. You know, so far, almost 150,000 Americans have died of coronavirus. So that's like the equivalent of like 59 11s. Like, I mean, and, yeah. and people are just saying like, eh, it's live with it. You know, it is what it is. Well, it's only uh, a small percentage of the humanity that's dying. Exactly. Or the country. And like yeah. I was saying before on Facebook, I really do think that like, <clears throat> It would have to be a number of like 10 million people dead in America for people to really take it. But even then, you would still have the Rush Limbaugh's and other people that would be like, well, that's only 3% of the population. I mean, 97% is fine. That's a huge number, you know? So, and it's like people, it, it, people are just still being stupid. And I mean, this is something I'm going to say to our listeners, and I don't care if this pisses them off wear a fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> Stay no, man, my cop. My constitution. It's it's just so fucking annoying. People are like, you know, it, it's like, okay, so this is just a diatribe here about this. You know, we're running long. We might as well run longer. Um, anyways, the uh, the, like like the other day, um, it, it was well, it was it was a few weeks ago on the fourth of July. Um, I posted something that just says, "Covid isn't gone. Wear a mask." I got attacked by people saying, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> don't, they don't even work. And all this other <laughs> shit. And so I looked at my posts on my page right before that. the Like a post or two before that, I said, Hamilton is great. Everybody watch it. Or something of that nature. Yeah. Nobody attacked me for telling them to watch a musical. Right. So maybe I don't have as much power as they think I do. Um, but, you know, I was just saying it'd be funny if people did attack, you know, me about the musical the way that they do about the masks. It's like, it's like, well, you know, musicals don't work. I saw an amateur musician on YouTube tell me so. <laughs> because that's basically how you sound when you tell me a mask doesn't work. Right. Because you saw you did your own research. Because you found somebody that agreed with your fucking point of view, even though everybody else in the scientific community doesn't agree with your fucking point of view. Okay, I'm 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 done. <laughs> it's fine. It's you're, you're okay, but it it is interesting though because hmm. <clears throat> they're they're skeptical when it comes to actual scientists, and suddenly then they're they're free thinkers. But when it comes to YouTube conspiracy theorists, they believe everything else people say. So it's like okay, so. You're willing to, you're willing to accept blind blindly someone's point of view, but you're not gonna accept it from experts. You're gonna accept it from someone else. So it's like brainwashing is gonna happen no matter what. I'm gonna choose the least intelligent person to be brainwashed by, though. That's America in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm the one who's a sheep. Yeah. Or a, or a sheeple. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, I, back I, to cancel culture. Yeah, <laughs> cancel culture. I, if I could cancel COVID, I would cancel COVID. So well, I think we all good. would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the people that don't believe it exists. 
Well, yeah. No, yeah. People, it's, like, it's, it's all a hoax. Yeah, tell that to my friend's dad who died from it. But anyways... Um, yeah. Tell it to my cousin. I mean, he was already kind of, you know, he was already kind of sick to begin with, but COVID's but you know... Sped um, it, sped it along. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> tell tell yeah. that tell, tell that uh, um, the the Broadway star Nick uh, Cadero or whatever his name I just blanked on his name but anyways that that died of it and he was only in his thirties you know it's like yeah right had to have his leg and amputated also, and then died right <clears throat> and um I, I don't know if 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 um if it was from COVID or not but there was a, a political guy named Michael Brooks who died a few days ago. He was only 36 years old, and his family hasn't they, – they're not saying, but he said he died of a, quote, sudden medical issue. So I, I'm yeah. not sure what it's going to be, but, you know, I'm thinking way, in my mind, yeah. you don't think that would be a, quote, sudden medical issue that would kill you would be something like that. Like, well, or it, could, but, it, could be, it could be a heart attack or something, too. It could have been yeah. something. I don't know. But, but, yeah. But, yeah, just like a lot just of people – fairness. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Because yeah. yeah, then people would be like, oh, well, it that proves my point because they're saying that anyone who dies died of coronavirus. That's what yeah. makes the numbers so high. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good, good, good thought on that to get, a, get to nip that in the bud from any idiots yeah. that would say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, do you want to – anything else you want to say here before we wrap it up? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good on canceling – Canceling the the cancel culture. Yes, I think our show podcast. our show is now canceled. Wait, no, it's not. Um, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> this episode is. Um, yeah. The uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna share. Speaking of COVID and um and other issues, I'm gonna share some uh, links again in our uh, show notes here for places you can donate money to help out people in these times where they need it. Um, both uh, both for COVID and helping people be able to get out there and vote. Um, that have hard time getting to vote and you know due to both the covid and minority issues and things of that nature plus uh you know some things that'll help out black lives matter if you are against black lives matter and are mad at me because i'm pro it well fuck you and um (laughs) sorry (laughs) i'm just being honest and um it's not some marcus conspiracies theory run by george soros or whatever um anyways uh the uh <laughs> yeah so you know check out our you know this on another note if you want to keep the show on the air uh check out our uh, patreon um also uh check out our t public you can get some cool t-shirts and stuff like that and be sure to subscribe and review the show um that helps us out a lot um and if you're still listening to this uh, hour and a half long episode that that we are recorded, um, I I applaud you. Yeah, so totally. And we love you. Yes. Even if you're not listening right now, we still love you. But you're not going to hear that because you're not listening. They might pick up on it uh, energetically, though. Oh, okay. I'll send it out into the ether. And um, yeah, yes. <laughs> But for now, bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Thank you.